Attention. This podcast will make you happy, make you sad, believe and make you mad, but they're sure to make you feel included. The things they talk about are completely random. It's story time with Matthew Haslam Hammond. So ladies and gentlemen, I, I know what you're all thinking. We finally made it to episode three! Yay! <laughs> anyway... This is Storytime of Matthew Haslam Hammond, the podcast where you, the member of the public, will tell the sto- your stories from the past. Funny, happy, sad, whatever. You have a story, so why not tell it? Um, this podcast is sponsored by the Pass to Assist Pod. For all your basketball needs, where you can find Callum, Doug, Wilkie and Carl talking about basketball, because they like basketball. So today, my guest is... Uh, my my best friend actually. Um, he he. We've known each other for years. He's going to tell some probably embarrassing stories about me at the end of the day. I'm not going to deny they never happened because they did. So there you go. So anyway, as I'm a wrestling fan as usual, we're going to introduce the one and only Callum Maine. Callum, how are you doing today? No, I'm good, thank you. Matthew, basketball. Yep. You heard you love basketball, right? I, I enjoy it. Um, yeah, that's why I say I um, yeah basketball. No more to go than that, really. Uh, who is your favourite team? Uh, the uh, Toronto Raptors. Um, they are the the greatest basketball team of all time, of mm. course. Um, and uh, yeah, until probably later tonight, um, when we're recording this, when the Lakers are going to win the championship, we are still the champions right now. Oi, oi. Um, so uh, are, are the Raptors the only basketball team in Canada? They are at the moment. There used to be a team called the Vancouver Grizzlies, um, who shockingly were in Vancouver, but they have now moved to um, where have they moved to? Not the Minnesota Grizzlies. Yeah, there we go. Um, uh, so yes, we are now the only team outside of America. No, not not just in Canada. Well, if you knew that, you know <laughs> who would have thought? Hey, that's for a pub quiz, isn't it? Canada love basketball. We do. Basketball was invented in Canada. That. There's a little thing for you. Because funny, that you're Americans. <laughs> the funniest thing is, you actually went out to uh, Canada, but you actually didn't go to see like basketball, or did you? No, I went out to watch <laughs> rugby. Yeah, the one sport that um, <laughs> nobody cares about over there. Yes, yes. Um. Well, what's the story behind Toronto having a rugby team? Um, okay. Um, well, basically, uh, rugby and say rugby league as well. So, for anyone, most people listening to this who are um, Southerners who won't watch Rugby League because it's just a it's a sport for the north of England and apparently Canada. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, there's a, it's always been something they're looking to expand into. Um, they're looking to get a team in New York at the moment. Um, and uh, they, they wanted a team in, in Toronto. Um, so they, they a very rich person, set it up. It's called the Toronto Wolfpack. Um, and fair play, they started off in League Two, the... Uh, like, the lowest professional league and then destroyed everyone because they spent a load of money and destroyed everyone again. And then um, last year they uh, come up to the championship where London Broncos are. Let's go Broncos. And um, yeah, so we thought, well, I've got to take a chance to go out to uh, Canada to watch, watch some rugby league and uh, see Toronto. And they helped because obviously they wanted fans to go over they, with cheap flights and they helped with accommodation. So yeah, it was, it was a, it's, Pretty hilarious, to be fair, actually. Um, and while, while we're here, I'll, I'll open up with this story. Go um, on. But this one could potentially get me in a little bit of trouble, but I doubt people listen to this anyway. Um, but yeah, um, <laughs> so this would have been, um, I say, 
probably almost two years ago actually now. Yeah, two years ago. We're going over there and um, I was going with my friend Mike. And, Hello, Mike, if you're listening. Yeah, hi, Mike. He'll, he'll be listening. Bad. And uh, we, uh, so we went to um, go, like I say, a couple, well, a week before I was like, right, oh yeah, I'm all ready. And Mike went, oh shit, yeah, right. So we've got to get to there on um, uh, Thursday morning. And I was like, what would you mean Thursday morning? We're like, we've got to get there on Friday morning. I've booked all my works, booked off on Friday. Yeah. It's like, no, we've got to go, um, got to go on uh, Thursday morning. So it's like, oh crap. So, uh, so yeah, I called in. Um, so we're on the train. Like we're going up there. It's delayed as well. So we're like, shit, we're going to miss our flight. Mm. Oh, we're running up there. Um, we got up there. Um, had to call into work and say like, oh, like, oh, sorry. Um, like, blah, blah, blah. So I had to like make up an excuse why I couldn't go to work for the day. We've gone up um, uh, to uh, London. Got to the desk because we're like sprinting as well because all the trains were delayed. <laughs> we're freaking out. So I've got up to the desk and we're going, we're like, oh, phew. Um, then the guy gives you that look, and I don't know if anyone's ever had this, where like your ticket's not matching up yeah. or your passport, and and they give you a look like you are a terrorist, and they're <laughs> like, and then they look at someone further down, they're like, Margaret, Mark, yep, yeah. and then so this happened. We were there for a good like uh, five minutes while other people were all getting checked in, and we're like, uh, and they suddenly go, right, can you go see the person at the end, please? And I'm like, oh shit, like. What's happened? Like I was like, none of us have committed any crimes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So we get to the end, and they go, yeah, yeah. Um, they took our idea. I said, your flight's tomorrow. I was like, sorry, what? <laughs> your uh, your flight is uh, tomorrow at this time. You can pay like four hundred and fifty quid to go today if you want. And we're like, nah, it's all right. Um, and then me and Mike, because uh, obviously we told everyone yeah, we were yeah. going that day. Spent the whole day in London trying to. Um, getting boozy and then we snuck back to his house trying to so no one would see us um, <laughs> uh, so everyone thought we were in there we, we went to sleep so we were on Canada time as well and stayed up and watched some like late night telly and then uh, actually the next day up was um, was great because uh, it was straight through stressless man yeah. so I, I advise anyone go on holiday have a dry run at the airport go all the way up there just to just to see where you're going <laughs> um, but yeah um and that was the start of that Toronto trip. So uh, it started off on a blast, yeah. Well, well, maybe later on the show we can get on some more Toronto stories. Damn right. But obviously I've known you since. I'll probably say I was about like eight, nine, seven, nine. I don't know. I was, I was, I was in single digits. No, um, yeah, definitely single digits. Yeah. Have you always like grown up in Brentwood? Um, yes, I was born in Brentwood. I lived very briefly in Bedford. Um, I only really remember like, bits of Bedford, yeah. But um, uh, we were born right by Brentwood Station. Yep. Like we used to live there, and then uh, yeah, I was when I was a baby was there. Went to Bedford. I was back here by the time I was about five. Oh yeah. So um, yeah, again back near the station, moved back, and then obviously because I was back in Brentwood, Matt. Naturally, you have to go if you're a cool cat in Brentwood in your in your single digits. You go to Boys Brigade, don't you? You do. Yeah. That's that's, that's a known fact. I tell you who didn't go to um, uh, like Boys Brigade, that crusty old Sam. Ah, oh, from, from last from, from episode two. Yeah, tugboat from episode two. Yeah, he would never have gone at Boys Brigade. <laughs> like you and him went to like uh, school together, if I can remember. Like yeah, you in yeah. like mixed years, and what was your earliest memory of him? Earliest memory of Sam um, is uh, the. Actually, I always remember he lived next door because I went over to uh, his house a couple of times, um, and. Um, my earliest memory of Sam is that uh, we both used to like wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, I 
Yes, I used to. Went over there a few times. I lent him one of my wrestling figures, Yokozuna. <laughs> if you don't know who Yokozuna is, he's basically a sumo wrestler. Um, great story because uh, obviously in the nineties, uh, just for Yokozuna's brief character, mm. but he was obviously from Hawaii, but he needed to be a bad guy, so they said, "Well, you're Japanese," and um, <laughs> then got him in, and then they had an American Lex Luger come around and beat him up all the time, and that was basically the nineties. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I lent this figure to Sam. And then um, Sam, like learning later, um, broke it. Um, and so obviously he'd thrown it away. Um, and then I, yeah, I basically badgered him for it for like uh, for a good like year, really. Because I remember like my mum was like, oh, well, you've got to get the figure back. And I was like, well, like, what, what can you do when you're like six? Like, <laughs> I've asked him for it. And um, yeah, and uh, yeah, it's, it's all come full circle, though, because Sam did buy me that Yoko Tuna figure when I um, gave it to me when we were about 25. So uh, I, got, I got a Yoko back. But that, that is my earliest memory of Sam, yeah. Um, and obviously, you know, like you say, I remember um, listening to last week's one where you were talking about how you guys met up. Yeah. Because, yeah, I, like, I just um, forgot that you guys hadn't known each other for as long as I know Sam, but yeah. Hmm. I, it, was, it was quite funny because I think we went to, like... Um... I think I might have met him in the Essex Arms with you, and you were saying, "Oh, you're right, Sam. How you doing?" And things like that. I was just saying, like, you know, just standing there, like, "Oh, this is fun." He's obviously got other friends. Since when, Callum? Well, I've always said, Matt, I have at least one other group set of friends <laughs> because you just you're just too cool for me, too cool for school. Especially yeah. since you got all confident, start playing guitar. Bullshit. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> um. So yeah, you had two brothers growing up, David and Lewis. Yes, both mm-hmm. both heroes. Um, obviously, uh, Davros, David. Um, yeah, the oldest one, probably the smartest person I know. I'd say. Um, yeah. Don't you, you and David, like when you, when you're together, you're just like the most childish people ever, as well. Like. Yeah, uh, some of my funniest moments, uh, <laughs> us both as adults. Um, like, I mean, a classic one was a couple of Christmases ago. Um, this, we were having Christmas dinner at his house mm-hmm. and I can't remember what set it off. Actually, I do. Yeah, it was um, his wife, Anna, yeah. um, had um, presumed I'd stolen like a uh, roast potato out of the bowl and she asked me and I said, no, I haven't, which for some reason David found hilarious, which for some reason then I also found hilarious. <laughs> and then we're just laughing and she's like, well, who, like now she thinks that we're hiding something and we found like we've got a hilarious <laughs> joke. And we were laughing for a good, like, ten minutes. Yeah. And then um, his kids, obviously, started getting a bit annoyed, being like, because they don't understand what's funny, <laughs> um, at, which only makes it funnier. And then, uh, But my, my best story of Dave is um, uh, my other brother's wedding, Lewis. He got married in Mexico. Yep. Beautiful. On the flight back, my mum <laughs> sat between me and Dave. And basically for the entire flight, we just found it hilarious. It was turning my mum's light on when she didn't know. Or pressing like the cool person, and then my mum would be like, "Oh, my lights on! I didn't realise." And it, and and then we'd both crack up laughing, and she'd be like, well, "What are you laughing at?" And uh, that was uh, so. If you ever want to like an eight-hour flight to go past, just uh, keep turning someone's light on. And, uh, but that's the sort of thing that like I don't know why, but um, just yeah, we just like when we get together, like it could be in a while, but it's just hilarious. The funniest thing is you like obviously he's a man of God, and like the funniest thing about it was. was um... Uh, you mentioned about being on a plane, and every time I think of God and planes, I think of when we were coming back from Italy on the school trip, mm-hmm. and you remember seeing that nun coming through getting like metal detector checked, yeah. and like we were honestly thought she was going to pull out a couple of AK forty sevens and just go mental, like <laughs> just pop a few caps in there, like. I do remember <laughs> us saying that, being like, "Oh yeah, brilliant!" They start to 
but touching down these nuns is like, yeah, brilliant. She's the one who pulls out two AK. We've seen enough films to know this is where we die. Thou shall not shut the fuck up. <laughs> you know that. You know <laughs> why? Why not? You know. <laughs> and yeah, that's the sort of sort of things we used to imagine when we were like thirteen. <laughs> yeah. Lewis is a cop. Lewis is a policeman. Yes, He's David doing is his a Baptist bit. minister. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in case there. Uh, um, yeah, yeah, and again, like, say he's, uh, Lou's probably much more similar interest to me in regards to wrestling, to be fair, Dave did like wrestling as well, mm. and, uh, music, and obviously the sports, we're all really, uh, into that sort of stuff, but yeah, yeah he's also got, I say, adorable nieces and nephews, that's what they're there for, <laughs> give me moments so I can have these adorable children, uh, have all the good times, and then give them back, yeah. <laughs> I, I just always, like, remember Lou. Like, this one time I was at your house and you picked up the phone uh, and he, he was calling and then uh, he went, oh, mum, your favourite's on the phone. She didn't hesitate or anything. She went, oh, thank you, Callum. <laughs> Just yeah. took oh, my call. Yeah, and I mean, there is no uh, one of three boys and Lewis is easily the favourite. That's never even been never even been argued, really. It's, uh, yeah. Don't get me wrong. I was, I was a spoiled little shit. Because I was, I mean, if anyone's seen a picture of me as a baby, I was adorable. You were. So, I, I mean, like, I'll, I'll, I'll get that chocolate biscuit. But, you know, like, Lewis was the one he'd, he'd, he'd soak properly, so he got whatever he wanted. He was he was a trooper. Man, like, um, it was like, you know, I've met both your mum and dad, and, like, you know, you couldn't meet two of the most opposite people. Nicola and Dave. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you just kind of think to yourself, how did this happen? But, I mean... Well, Matt, when you work in the bar, as my mum did, and yeah. my dad used to frequent the bar, there you go. True <laughs> love go. story. So I behind the bar and was like, <laughs> he's told me it before, he's um, chatting to his dad. Mm-hmm. He was like, I'm going to marry that. The, very much like EastEnders, isn't it? I'm going to marry that one. Dad, and he was like, okay, and then he did. Yeah. Yeah. I say that about most bar people, and then they always leave. Oh, what? You, what? <laughs> yeah, I know, it's heartbreaking. But, um... So, yeah, so obviously growing up and things. Lewis uh, is always a good laugh when you want to go to a gig or a festival. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what's your favourite Reading story about Lewis? We used to go to Reading yeah. Festival quite a lot, just for the record. Yes, um, and Lou took me to my first one, because they say, like, you come second yep. year, I was for me. Um, but he took me to my first one with all of his mates. Um, I don't know, I remember the, from that one distinctly... Um, that I remember, I remember, to be fair, it's him getting really pissed at me. So we both went to see Fallout Boy together. And I was uh, obviously a young, strapping, like, 17-year-old and was like, mm. oh, I'm going to jump in the mosh pit and stuff like that. I lost him for, like, two and a half hours. And then I come back and I found him on main stage to stand on his own. I come back and he punched me. And he was like, you're, so, like, you're a dick for leaving me. <laughs> and, then, so, um, and then we like, so we stood there in like silence for about like two minutes. And then he like gave me a cuddle and was like, uh, like told me lovely because he was drunk. And uh, yeah, that's just my main memory from that ready, really. There was good people. I remember Kings of Leon's being absolutely terrible. Um, and then, yeah, it was, um, he also took me to see, um, and fair play to him, Lethal Bizzle. Because I, at the time, was very much against rap music. I was like, oh, you didn't, why did you wake me up early and I'm hungover to go and see Lethal Bizzle? And then literally two seconds into the tent, I was like, what's my name now? Bizzle, Bizzle, <laughs> who's the hit man? And, uh, yeah. Do you remember yeah. the first ever band you ever saw at Redden? Um, on, um, I'm trying to pronounce it, but um, <laughs> it is... Uh, Dan and Yeah. Who yeah. you told me about this? And you said, like, they were awful, but they had, like, the greatest chant Dan, ever. Yeah, oh, yeah, because everyone was going, Dan and Nakaroid, Dan and Nakaroid, Dan and Nakaroid. And that was, like, during the songs. <laughs> 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 
not to the beat at all. But yeah, that was always good. I always remember because my first rating, the opener for us was uh, the Young Guns. Yep. So I think, you know, uh, when you kind of think to yourself, I think, you know, I kind of beat you there. Yeah. That was main stage, <laughs> wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Dan and was Radio 1. Yeah. What was, what was it? All right, flip it round. What mm-hmm. was your main memory from that reading, from the first one you went to? The first reading I went to, gee Louise. Um, it rained. An awful lot. And I, I, I was just flat out refusing to buy wellies. Yeah, I remember Dyer River, yeah. Yeah, Dyer River, and um, I, I obtained the nickname of Trenchfoot Matt. Yes, you did, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and uh, I think I think it might be that one as well, where um, <laughs> Lewis is sitting on his chair, and uh, he has this thing where oh, basically God. he wears a little captain's armband and uh, things like that. But this is the funny story. So he's sitting there, and this really, really cute girl walks through the camp and he goes oh sorry are you a part of this camp no then fuck off she, he doesn't realise because he's got her back to her that she's realised and she just turns around and her little face just drops <laughs> and we're like oh no apologise man <laughs> that was well out of order and he had to deal for the rest of the weekend every time she walked past because she was the camp next door. I was yeah. being like, Lewis, apologise. Uh, after after an hour, he said it's getting old yeah, now, but okay. it, it did. And like to this day, I, I'll still remind him to apologise to that poor young girl. I want to say her name was Maisie. I didn't get her name, but she looked like a Maisie. Yeah, she did. Definitely a Maisie. That was, that was hilarious. Hmm. <laughs> like Reading Festival. What are your favourite memories of Reading Festival? I feel like I'm going to hear some funny stories about myself in this one, but uh... I mean, I've got I've got my favourite Matthew story at Reading. I've got my favourite stories at Reading. I mean, just a little quick one to open us up on. I always remember this being one of the funniest things I've ever heard in a toilet. Um, if you've never been to to Reading <laughs> Festival specifically, there's like a big skip really, and then they put some seats on top of it, and you go up to take a, take away, and and. Um, We'd been quite into toilet banter, mm-hmm. we could, so we'd sing some songs while we we're there, we'd chuck a uh, ball around for some reason, stuff like that, um, and then I remember going on my own, so I'd take a quick wee, and I heard these two girls talking, and I was like, alright, like this this seems interesting, um, and then they were going, and I can't believe it, I can't believe it, yeah, and then he's only gone and slept with my friend, isn't he, and they're like, what, Finlay did that, yeah, he slept with my friend, and as it's after I've forgiven it for sleeping with my sister yesterday, <laughs> and they're actually like, fuck, I wouldn't believe Finley was doing that. So then we spent the rest of the day wandering around going, Finley, Finley, I just want to shake your hand. Because <laughs> uh, it, like, it was so hilarious. Um, but my favourite Matthew story. I just want to say, before we go into the Matthew story, because oh, right. you mentioned the fact of the toilet. Do you remember when Macquarie went for a shit? And he said, like, yeah, I'm just going to go for a dub before we see, like, whoever it was. Yeah, okay, that's cool. And literally, uh, uh, he's gone and done his business, and he's come out. He's got his toilet roll in the air. There's about eight of us just there going, and everyone just literally just, like, got round, and, like, there's a massive crowd just cheering him on because he's, like, raised his toilet in the air, toilet roll in the air, like, (laughs) he's, like, won, (laughs) like, done an absolute victory. (laughs) God bless James Macquarie. That was brilliant. That was a great. That was a great year. Um, I remember with. I just remember the whole. Uh, I remember because this when Matt used to be a bit more uh, quieter before you were as socially awesome as you are now. Um, I've become a dick recently. As well, and, and, well, I mean, yeah, we'll get onto that later in the pod. <laughs> Matthew's heel turn. Uh, but um, 
It was used to be at the point like it was first first year especially. Like I remember because you'd be chatting away and you especially and then you'd be go quiet and we'd be like it's like I remember just looking at you if you've been quiet for more like ten minutes like Matt, do you need a poo? Like, yeah, and then you had that day where you went like sixteen times. Right. <laughs> so it, it's nervous, man. Like you know, <laughs> to actually sit there and have you know an actual like solid Cleveland Brown. Uh, you have to sit there and actually think like, are they going to look over? Are they going to take pictures of me? You're in long drops for Christ's sake! So you have to try and find a porter party somewhere. Why? And why is there always someone who writes a number on like the wall and says, "Call this number if you support like Colonel Mustafa, <laughs> whoever the like uh, the main like Colonel terrorist? Gaddafi, yeah. Yeah. yeah, sorry, Colonel Gaddafi, that not the rest of the but yeah. Um, but like whoever the main like terrorist was or like serial killer that had just come out, someone's always written on the toilets, <laughs> call this number in support of this person, and we never called it. But um, I always loved the uh, the good old Mexican wave in the toilet. In the toilet, yeah. That random guy. Oh, we're doing a Mexican wave. <laughs> yeah, it's me, Arthur. Yeah. And then yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, I'm trying to think of like my I mean there are so many reading we should do a whole separate reading podcast but my mm. favourite Matthew story it would have been the second year in because I don't yeah. think it was wet year you, you know where I'm going do you yeah Link's Africa day Matt. oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Link's, um, I touched on because Sal I didn't realise but Sam said you did the same thing in like download it t- looks away for a second comes back and you're surrounded by babes but um, uh, that was at California oh, okay. apparently I was on a, on a Hindu I do. don't even remember it, so you know it must be you know but pretty tanked. To that set point. the scene, everyone, we're like nineteen years old, um, and me and the other boys we're with were chatting to some girls. So we've walked, gone for a walk with them, and um, to meet their friends, and then um, we dropped them off at their camp because we saw them the night before and stuff. Um, like classic nineteen-year-old boys, so we spent about half an hour, hour talking to them trying to flirt, doing it really badly, and then got back towards their tents after having not even held a hand and being like, okay, we're going to go back to ours now. And then, um, that was come, the last time you ever see him again. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Never saw them again. Um, but we come back to a campsite, and you're just sitting there on your own, mm-hmm. apart from these uh, four girls now that are just beautiful girls that are just sitting in the camp with you just drinking beers. And we're like, what? How, like, how is he? We've been going out to try and like put our effort in. All we had to do was leave Matt alone for five minutes. <laughs> so then we come back and we're chatting to them. And then it was like, well done. And then we went to... Uh, Tuborg Town. Tuborg Town, where mm-hmm. they had a big inflatable thing where they tie roped you, you run along and they pull you back. Um, so we were doing that and Matt was like, oh, I don't really want to do it. I'll just wait here. And then so we're doing that. We get off the thing, turn around. Matt's got two girls chained to him again. Stunners just being like, oh, we saw you here on your own before we come say hello. As if he's some like lonely puppy. And then... Um, they wanted me to go see My Chemical Romance with them. There were probably about six of them. I can't remember. They were just a load of emo birds. And like looking back at it now, I was like, why the fuck did I go? You should have gone. Yeah. yeah. You should have just been like, send us a message. I'm going to see My Chemical Romance. Yeah. Um, send a raven. We're at Reading Festival. Well, exactly. Yeah, we'd be fine. Um... And then I remember, and there was another one. I can't remember the specifics of the third girl, um, but I think that was. Uh, I just remember. It was um, basically I was standing there without a coat on or something like that, and she was actually working there. And then she just felt really bad for me because I looked like really cold or something. She said, "Let me go and get you your poncho." I was like, "I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm all right." And then she kept like you know grabbing my arm and things like that. I was like, "Fine, I'll have a poncho." She went and just grabbed me a poncho. I was like, "Cheers, Callum's get out of here." <laughs> yeah. and- like you know, in life where you just like, I don't really know how to talk to women and. Uh, yeah, that's, that's at that stage. But going on, you know, to the the the, the previous part where um, uh, me and them girls at the camp. Yeah. That that was one of the most magical nights ever. Well, later, are you talking about a couple of days later? No, no, I'm talking about Ted. 
Oh, yeah. Yes. Wow. You want to go into that? Wow. <laughs> Ted Carey. Um, yeah. I mean, do you want to tell it or do you want me to? Well, um, the only way to describe it was like, um, you know, you know, when you get a bit too drunk, accidents happen, but I'm not even talking sexually. This is basically, uh, we're like, oh, see you later, girls. And Ted, like, they started walking off. And he, he I don't think he'd realised or whatever. Like, well, we took him to the end of the thing because we, like, got him past the tripwires or whatever. Yeah, we were going towards the toilets. Um, I think, because I, th- I remember, all I remember, because I was slightly away from you guys. Because mm-hmm. I think there was those four of us, there was four girls. It was me, Craig, you and Ted. Yeah, mm-hmm. so we'd, we'd split off into, like, sort of, and I was a bit in front of everyone else. Because yeah. I remember walking with this girl and she was like, I'm cold. And I was like, cool. Like... And I was like, yeah, well, yeah, we had one each. We'd we'd put this off at this time. We're nineteen year olds. We all know what we're doing. Um, And then um, I had four. I I, um, so I was like, oh, like I can give you a hug if you want. And she was like, okay. So I was hugging her, and then we were walking sort of um, twenty meters in front of everyone else. And then I just heard a bit of a kerfuffle, and I turned around and I was like, what's happening? Jumped back, and Ted is Ted is arm out, barring this girl from walking towards her tent, being like. Yeah, Ted, what are you doing, mate? Like, what are you doing? Um, but we knew, I knew it was a problem because Craig was there saying, like, Ted, like, what are you doing? Craig's the lunatic. We lost Craig two and a half hours. I, like, I, I was the standing there in silence just like, watching the whole thing. Like, <laughs> Well, just, just, to, just to say how much of a liability Craig was, we gave him some jelly tots, and that's not a, a like a metaphor for drugs. We gave him jelly tots. And they and basically we, were drugs. Yeah, and we lost him for two and a half hours. And then, um, but... Then Craig um, and Ted was like, no, 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 I was like, um, what's happening? She was like, oh, we, the girl was like, oh, we're just going back to our tent. We'll see you tomorrow. I was like, oh, cool. All right, see you later. Ted was like, no, no, like, come on, like, give us your number or something. And what's they were your like, name? Oh, what's your name? We're like, well, which, give us your number. And he was like, because um, fair play to Ted. I don't want to sell him out here. He ha- People had been writing on Ted all day, like in pen. So he was like, oh, just write your name, write your name on me. Like, just do what everyone else has been doing. And she, she was obviously in the state of... Is this guy going to kidnap me or is he just a little bit drunk? And she was like, oh, no, I don't have a pen. Like, oh, well, like when he was like, that's all right. Just carve your name into my arm. Uh, but Ted, Ted, and that's what I went up to. He was like, Ted, you're being crazy, crazy. And he was like, oh, dear God. I'm not, am I? He's like, yeah. I'm not, am I? You are, mate. Yeah, you are. Um, but they came back the next day. So uh, did. that didn't scare him off. Um, but... Um, yeah, to get into the story that did scare them off. Do you remember that one? No. Yeah. Um, see, and uh, by the way, I always take this as a badge of honour. This story, but um, oh, these just, girls, yeah, we had was. a we had a game again. Nineteen-year-old people, but um, we lied about what we did as a job. Um, your wasn't your one. You count the holes in shower heads. No, no. It was um, you know, the the the, the balls in the um, like fresh pair of trainers. Ah, that was it. Yeah, that's it. You know, when you get a new pair of shoes. Okay, yeah, and in those shoes, you get, like, a little bag, yeah? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What I do is I rip those open and I count the balls to make sure there's the right amount in there. Oh, really? No, I actually no, do it as a hobby. I actually work for Universal Music. <laughs> yeah, and my lie... I think was, I was a travel agent, actually. <laughs> I can't even remember. But my lie was um, that I'm a sea lion trainer. And I had obviously worked on this, and I'd done it before. No, you told them that day before, when, obviously, the whole Ted thing. So all you remember, like, hearing when they're coming through is like, where's the sea lion trainer? Well, that's it. I didn't think we were ever going to see these girls again. Ted had just asked one of them to carve their name into her, and we're gone. But these girls come over the next day and be like, where's the sea lion trainer? None of our friends believe us. And I was like, well, that's me. <laughs> Couple days later, last day I read in, I got horrendously drunk. 
And because uh, I'm such a method actor, I'm now so engrossed in the role mm. that I, um, as, as I've been told, because I don't really remember it, um, I started talking about a sea lion that had got taken away to go to one of the big American parks and I'd lost. And Cloud. he was called Cloud. Mm. And I'd raised him since when he was a... He was a pup and he taught him tricks and he was my first one and then he'd gone and oh god and um people tell me that i started bawling out crying <laughs> and then was at such a level of drunk that i was saying like such gibberish that they basically worked out that i wasn't a sea lion trainer um but that was the sunday night so mm. for me tap that off nicely because we never had to talk to these girls ever again <laughs> but yeah so, uh, oh, gee, that, that would probably be my most embarrassing story at Reddit. <laughs> we, we've all been through it. Like, uh, I, I, I fell asleep one night at download at six o'clock in the evening because of, uh, I, uh, drunk in the morning because me and Stu and Fran, we, um, we didn't get there until, um, well, we got there at like two o'clock in the morning. Uh, but like, you know, they said, oh, yeah, you got to wait till like the morning or whatever. So we just had a few cans in the car or whatever. Next thing we know, it was like six o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I might as well just go up there now, like whatever. So we did. Went had a little cheeky power nap. Well, it was nine o'clock or whatever. So back on the beers, like you do. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, um, a few more pints later, you know what happens. And then next, you know, you're falling asleep on your chair, and there's a few pictures of me like passed out, you know, on my chair or whatever. And uh, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean. It does happen, doesn't it? It happens to the best of us, yeah. I remember being sick over... Well, I don't remember it. I remember being sick over Donnie when he got there. Mm. And then woke up the next day, he said, whose tent is that? They were like, it's Donnie's. I was like, yay, Donnie's here. And people were like, you met him last night. <laughs> like, what? Well, he picked you up because you were lying on the floor and you all over him. Um, yeah. But we, I mean, had, we had a lot of good times. I think, I think what it was is basically you, you saw this tent and Christmas lights all over and it happened to be Dave Darko's. And you're like... That's Dave Darko's telling you. Who's he? He was like, he's Donnie's mate. Oh, Donnie's here. He's like, yeah. He's like, oh, get in. <laughs> Woo. I was excited yeah. for like 30 seconds before people told me what happened. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I remember I told Darko it was, uh, that year was the third year, I think it was, I've been to Reading. I went, you won't believe it. I've not been to the, you know, haven't had a dump once yet. He went, you haven't had a dump once yet. Get in that toilet now. <laughs> There's something wrong with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> something. He was like, but I don't want to. <laughs> Please, sir. Yeah, and that's a serious business. Because the first year I went to Reading, um, I didn't poo at all. I was like, if you've ever smelt those toilets, I was like, no. And then I come back, and I remember first poo I had. You think, mm. oh, it's going to be terrible. It wasn't. Absolutely fine. I was like, oh, was that what it was about? Yeah. <laughs> in my room, back on the PlayStation, about two minutes later, and my body went, everything's coming out now. What? <laughs> Ran in, and I have, I have never been so abused in my life. I laid on my bathroom floor, just after, just in a fetal position, being like, oh my God, that hurts so much. Um, so yeah, just, just as this is a, basically an infomercial, poo at festivals, guys. <laughs> it's uh, not good for your body. You remember uh, that popo? <laughs> telling us off. Oh, I remember saving you from getting arrested, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll tell this is good then, but, <laughs> but just to like story for anyone who's only known Matt for the last like two, three years, ten years actually now, Jesus, we're old. Um, but when Matt was a bit more like, if you ask him a question, he'll give you an answer. Um, and like, uh, we were at a first reading and we were weeing against the fence because we're boys and we can do that. And Lewis is a cop, so... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fair, at the time he was a community support officer. But we were weeing against the fence and a policeman walks up and we were walking back and he was like, excuse me, boys, um, what does that sign say over there? And we're like, toilets. He was like, 
Yeah. So, did your did your parents teach you to we against uh, we against fences? Did they? And obviously, I know what's happening here. I was like, no, sorry, sir. And Matt was like, my mum did once say I could take a wee against the wall. And he's like, <laughs> he just looked at him. So you being smart? No, we were out and she started. And it was like, Matt, Matt, Matt. He's sorry. <laughs> we're going to go back to the campsite now. You've heard of a section six. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You've heard of a section six, mate. So there'll be a 75 power. He, you, you asked him if his parents have ever told him to take a wee against the wall. And you said yes. Yeah. For me, that's his fault. <laughs> I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what, like, these days we're like, uh, the whole like you know um, identification and whatever. Like, every time I like I pee on a wall now, a police come comes up to me and goes, uh, um, "Why why are you peeing against the wall? Oh, I'm a pregnant woman. Can't tell you done." That's it. That's it. Whatever you identify right. as, man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, like, you know, uh, I'm not, <laughs> but in this case, I am. You got to think outside the box. You do. Yeah. And this kind of thing, think outside the uh, the wall. Oh yeah? yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, we haven't even got to the part of how how did we meet? Um, well, as I saw mentioned earlier, Boys Brigade, mm-hmm. which is where all the cool kids hung out um, every if you, Friday. Yeah, if you were part of Scouts or anything like that, you were a loser because um, Boys Brigade is uh, where it was at. Um, and uh, as a youngin, I was a very outgoing sort of kid, you know, like chatty and weird little shit. <laughs> and um, David used to run it, obviously, yep. and. Um, you had just had surgery in your mouth. You had, I'm going to guess, eight teeth out? Thirteen. Thirteen. I know mm-hmm. it was a lot. Um, and Dave said to me, he was like, oh, will you like Matthew's, like, will you go uh, talk to Matthew? And um, I was like, yeah, all right, cool. Went over. And you were playing Game Boy. You were playing WrestleMania 9. No, it's WrestleMania 2000, which is WrestleMania 16. <laughs> 16, so, yeah. yeah. Um, and um, I remember you were playing it, and I taught you how the cheat codes on how to do that, get the finishes and stuff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And then ever since then, lifelong friends. Yeah. That was it. That was it. And then we walked to school together. Um, yeah, you wish to live around the corner. Um, <laughs> Why did you have to bring that up? <laughs> you know what story I'm not going to ask for oh, now. Yeah, 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 I know where you're going. <laughs> so we used to walk to school together. And uh, me, my brother and Callum would walk up, right? And there was this kid. And for some reason, he just had something against me and my brother for being ginger. <laughs> he would like just like try and do like little ginger comments or whatever like that. And then next thing you know, like um, Callum's walked up with us one day, and the kid said something. Nick's thrown a Maltese backwards, hit the kid on the head. The kid is like carrying a hockey stick, his bag, and a few other things. His sister was with him. And his, yep, his yeah. sister was with him. Smashed her. Didn't really. But um, like what happened was. Uh, like he goes, oh you're hard, or something like that. And then Callum goes, oh you're hard, walking backwards and talking at the same time. The kids go, come on in, throwing all this stuff on the floor. Callum has literally just gone whack, whack, whack three times on the head. Kids gone down. This guy's walking past, watching the whole thing, and the kids on the floor. And Callum's still going, do do do. Me and Nick were like, well, it's over now. Might as well keep walking. (laughs) We did. And you saw Callum walk around the corner. And what? (laughs) Yeah, that was one of the few moments where I was hard when I was a child. That was the first proper, like, fight I got into. I say fight. I just punched It was was a one-sided beatdown. But, yeah, yeah, the biggest problem in that story is definitely the guy who walked past us and just didn't do anything. He's like, yeah, come on, man. I'll tell you what the funniest thing about that was, and you know it, don't you? Yeah. The kid... Every time we saw him after, he would walk to school with his dad. He's like, mate, you're 14 years old. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, you know, don't pick on Matthew. There you go. That's, like, that's simple, isn't it? Pick on Matthew, you're going to get the hands. Yeah. yeah, I don't really know what the problem, kid's problem was, but... You know, at the end of the day, like uh, I kind of felt bad for his sister, like you know, having to walk the rest of that journey. She didn't jump in, did she? I think, no, she didn't I even say anything. Yeah, I don't think no. she didn't even say stop or anything like that. Well, she was there, like you know. Well, obviously, my brother deserves a bit of a beatdown, and and occasionally they do. And like I was pretty weedy back then, so I imagine he didn't even have any bruises. Yeah, but <laughs> he went down. He did. He mm. did. Douche, douche. Uh, yeah. <laughs> did you? What? Do you remember on the way to school, and uh, I maintain this to this day, it's one of my proudest accomplishments, we invented the Vimto song. Yep. V-I-M-T-O. We, and in like, what, like two years later it comes out in their advert? People mm-hmm. were bugging us on the way to school, man, stealing our ideas. We were singing, uh, what's Rolex. it, Rolex, yeah. Yeah, Wiley. Rolex, yeah. Mm. Suddenly Wiley comes out of a hit. Joke. Oh yeah, Wiley. Why would you steal our song? <laughs> we were two kids trying to make a living, God damn it. <laughs> damn right. Yeah. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Try to think of funny stories we've had. We've had loads. Like, what's your favourite pub story? Um, ooh, pub story. Oh, we've had lots of really good ones. Um, and most of my just like incredible. You know when you have those days you're like, oh my god, this day was hilarious out mm. nowhere. Most of them were with you, and most of them involved going to the pub at roughly around eleven o'clock. Um, normally we've got a concert at like six o'clock that night, and. Um, we, we settle into the one in the Essex for 11 and then we'll get horrendously um, drunk. Um, but favourite favourite pub story? I mean, there's several involving Hatch. Hmm. Pub seems he's going to have his own episode. He don't want to be on it. No? No. Not even that. See you later, girls. Um, <laughs> uh, I do, I mean, quick Hatch story. On his birthday, we took him to Eclipse, the only place to have a birthday. And... Um, we knew if we gave him any shots, he would never do them. Yeah. So what we ended up doing was going up to girls and being like, hi, it's that guy's birthday. He won't do the shot if we give it to him. We go up and give him these shots. And they, I say shots, they were three shots in one. Uh, and then he obviously would naturally do them. Legend. Uh, but he got so drunk that I had to uh, carry him out from Eclipse all the way down the back of the high street to the cab rank. Um, and uh, he, yeah, and so like literally carry him. And he was like, <laughs> Get off me, I can walk, I can walk, leave me alone. I was like, Hatch, I'm holding you up, come on, let's get you in a cab. And he was like, no, I can walk. I was like, do you want me to let go? He was like, yeah, let go. Slammed into the ground. And he was like, ow. And I re- <laughs> no one else there. But I remember being like, this is one of the funniest moments I've ever been in. And then I put him in a cab, paid the cab driver, and he got home, and it's fine. But um, that was a really fun night. Um, just a hilarious little little anecdote from that night. But no one else saw, which was so cool. <laughs> If I had a video phone back then, would have really recorded it. <laughs> he, he's such a character, old Hatch. <laughs> lovely, lovely dude. I just, I just always remember the time where I knew it was a way of like Lloyd. Lloyd's cracking on, like our, our mate Lloyd Stocker. He's cracking on with this girl, and, uh, and then she's gone like I've gone to the toilet or something, or bar, and next you know you just saw. Actually, up to Lloyd pushing like, back off, Lloyd. I think I saw her first or something. She's mine, yeah. <laughs> and like, I'm not gonna lie, a little bit of poop come out of me. And they're yeah. like, Jesus Christ, Hatch is a badass. Yeah. Poor Lloyd, just I think Lloyd was startled for worse, so you know. Uh, <laughs> I remember him leaving, didn't he? He was done, yeah, yeah. It's like, heartbroken. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I think um, one of my favourite. Uh, one of my favourite pub, pub stories recently, because what me and Matt tend to do as well, if one of us has like um, 
something bad happened in her life and not like a like stab a toe but like a breakup or, or a loss of someone what our reaction tends to be is we go oh we'll go out and then as soon as we're out so like for one we end up going to like a gay club or out clubbing on like a thursday uh, <laughs> and uh last time we went um me and you were in full-on drink and dance mode have a good time um we had pictures with giant wings yeah. Like, all, like all the girls do um, we were, you were chatting to I remember you went up and played a song with a band yeah yeah um, so <laughs> well, we, uh, what's his name Keyboys or like Hurley from Lost yeah yeah we had some vodka brought for us we were having a great time mm. and then I hadn't seen you in a little bit but I just remember um, we said the bouncer having to come and get me because you've been thrown out because you were too drunk and you were waiting outside I just always remember like the bouncer coming over in the middle of this gay club and you'd be like yo you Callum you're outside. I was like, what? I haven't even done anything. And kicking off, and then you're outside, and he was like, you're like, why did they kick you out? I was like, I don't know. They just said I was too drunk. Um, and yeah, I never got to I don't. I think you're mixing two together, because... Uh, <laughs> two magical evenings. Yeah, I remember, like, because that one we, we stayed in, because that place was dead, but on the gay night, it was literally the Tuesday after my mum had died. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's the one where basically uh, Simon, I um, can't remember his last name, he bought us a bottle of Grey Goose. Grey Goose, which yeah. we went through, yeah. And uh, we had literally a table to ourselves where we looked like the kings of gay night. It was yeah. great. And, uh, yeah. and I was just standing there, like, like and just watching this drag queen just like bobbing my head or whatever. The bouncer just grabbed me and went, you! I was like, what have I done? <laughs> Actually, no, yeah. I, was like, I just got kicked out of Kosho and I don't know why. <laughs> No way. It's like fine. We never come back to this place. We went back. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that one. Um, yeah. They've been. They've been also, like on McFly Day, which I don't know if we'll get into, <laughs> but you know what day that is. Um, I remember us being so drunk and trying to find somewhere to eat that, like, all it was really dark and all the lights were all down this thing, and it seemed like every building down the side of the street was out, apart from this pub at the end, which lit up like it was like an angel. And I've always tried to refine that pub, but we we're so drunk I had no idea where we are. And I remember we had food there, but I could never find it. Um, so that's one of my little mysteries about whilst being drunk and just wondering. <laughs> is that the McFly concert where you bought that party or night t-shirt? That is the one. Um, just uh, to like summarise this day, I'd broken up with my girlfriend recently. Um, so me and Matt have gone to McFly as we do. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what can make a day better? Yeah, McFly. So that's it. So we were getting drunk, obviously. Um, Again, I remember the the queue went round the pub on that one. Mm-hmm. So we were sitting in the pub, being like, "Oh, when we see it go past the window, we'll jump out." And then we're like, <laughs> I "Remember us like looking around, but shit, the queue's gone all the way down there. How do we miss this?" And then because um, I was drunk, I was like, "Oh, every time someone come past with fake merchandise, I was being like, my, my, I thought I was being like sarcastic and being like, "Oh, that's so lovely." Oh, yeah. but then Matt kept buying it for me, and then the girls behind us got really annoyed at me and we're like, "Will you stop doing this?" Because he keeps buying it and he's being lovely, and we stop it. And uh, so he had like fake fly scarves and hats and stuff. Um, and then I went inside um, and I went to up to buy a men's McFly shirt, and I come back with a women's Rio shirt. Um, which was way too small for me. <laughs> Rio was a support band. And um, so then I put it on, obviously. You didn't find out until after they played. That's yeah, a great swing about it. It said party all night on it. I was like, this has got to be one of the McFly ones. They're like, they had a song called Party Girl at the time, didn't they? Yeah, <laughs> how we found out, Matt, was because we were there drinking standing there and I had the shirt on and this girl came up and went, oh my God, Rio. I was like, that's not my name. And she was like, no, Rio's the band. Like, my boyfriend's in that band. And I was like, oh, Oh, it's not McFly, for God's sake. 
I don't, I don't know what Rio did with the rest of their careers, but <laughs> they had a really cool T-shirt that was black and pink. Yeah, yeah, that was a it was a very good day. <laughs> Let's just remember. Uh, we see. I don't know how many times we've seen McFly now, but I think I've done this the other day. I think it's twelve. If you include really, if you include McBusted. So like, out of all the bands we've seen in our life, we've seen McFly the most. Yeah, uh, yeah, they're up there. Them and Bolden for Soup. Man, they're awesome. Yeah. Guy, you know, uh, <laughs> I just remember uh, that V Festival. They opened up, put them back on. They were quality. <laughs> yeah, we went there for the day, didn't we? On that one, yeah. Yes. Harry and his giant inflatable balls, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we saw Taylor Swift. That was our first concert in the UK. <laughs> did, what yeah. a day that was in Chelmsford. Yeah, mm, of all places. Oh, that's a hilarious Matt story. I'm telling this one. This Go is on. a good one. Um, the V next year, we went with all of our friends. And I'm not ashamed to say, Matt, they were more worldly than us at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, so they were doing like things that were, let's say, illegal. I don't know why there. But yeah, they were um, they were doing drugs. And um, um, we, we at this point were quite um, quiet boys, quite nice boys. We were, so we drunk a lot. And then um, we uh, so we dabbled with it. Or I did. Um, I know you hadn't. And then I remember we went to meet your brother. And I think it was George, your brother's friend, but some, one of your brother's friends. And he gave you some water and was like, do you want to drink? And you drunk some. And he was like, I was only joking. I've like had put an acid tap in that. And then he freaked out. Oh, no, it was on the last day. It was um, uh, Nick's, Nick's cocktail. Yeah, he put acid in that. You were like, shit, Callum. I've just taken drugs. I've never done any of your lives before. Oh, my God, I'm going to have a bad trigger. Oh, I was like, Matt, I'm pretty sure it's just water. <laughs> Yeah, no, Nick, Nick, Nick was... mixed a lot of drinks together and yeah. uh, I ended up seeing Pet Shop Boys. Yeah, that night. was um, a choice between Kasabian, um, wasn't it Prodigy, um, Pet Shop Boys or Air, um, who are a Daft Punk tribute band. Great, by the way. Um, Matt was like, we were like, oh, we're going to go see Prodigy. Matt was like, I think I'm going to go see the Pet Shop Boys. Um, how, how, how was that decision with hindsight, Matt? Hey, they, they rocked it. <laughs> I, was the youngest per- I was the youngest person in that room. Still maintain two this day. Best band on. Mate, when you hear it's a sin and see a load of cougars dying, ju- you know, jumping up and down, you're in for a treat. <laughs> like, um, I was trying to think of more funny... Like, <laughs> I've got a ton of stories about you, but this podcast about me, Matthew. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, no, I'm trying to think... Um, what about... Um, I mean, we know it, we know it building up to this. I don't want to cut in if you've... Uh, as the host, but Schindler's, Schindler's List the musical, or Schindler's List the drinking game. Don't think we can really say that on here. One of that, all right, we are Matt. Um, I say this is why, why I love hanging out with you, Matt, because um, a few times things kind of just get out of control, and we're having fun, and then things happen. Um, and uh, there was one evening, and uh, like, let me preface this by saying it was a. Uh, it was definitely a weekday. I believe it was like a Thursday night. Mm-hmm. So this isn't something... We were both in work the next day. And me and Matt... Um, for, I think it was my idea, but we started watching Schindler's List. Great film. Um, and uh, we, uh, we were drinking. And then we started drinking hard liquor. So we done like whiskey. Mm. I think your mum had a bottle of something that we went through. Um, and we were like next level drunk. We drunk a lot of stuff. It was a couple of bottles of like hard liquor and loads of can. And we were just talking about how... How could someone do this to like another other humans? And like, mm. this is the stuff that's just bullshit, man. Oh, I can't people just love each other. And um, if we recorded that, those conversations could have changed the world. Uh, we were <laughs> nailing that. But um, 
So, and we were just drinking, and we said, like, it's the drinking game, but it's just, we were just drinking every time that we feel depressed about how humanity could be so horrible, Mm. and, um, like, and how awesome Liam Neeson is, and... uh, Liam Neeson's pretty badass. Yeah. Mm. I think we went to sleep about, like, four or five in the morning after, we both had to be in work at, like, nine, and... The um, funniest thing about it is we got so depressed... Mm-hmm. We put on WrestleMania Wait, 7. Yeah, we put on res- wrestling afterwards to try and pick us back up. We're like, can't go to sleep now. And um, I remember, I've got, I think I got in work before you. Um, I remember just seeing you come in and just being like, yeah, we're both here, Matt. We're both here. <laughs> just being like, oh my God, my head is going to explode <laughs> and we've got to go on the phones. But it was like, dear God. Um, but yeah, that was that was one of the funniest nights of my life. <laughs> and it's like deep. We put very, very deep yeah. that night, yeah. So like Hannah Blewett missed out. She did miss out, yeah. sneaky dickens. So like, it's not a drinking game. It's more the fact you learn. It's a learning curve, you know, realising how, how, like, you know, how people are just dicks. I feel the only way to truly watch it is it, when you're opening yourself up to be like, how shit this is, and God, like, when you, like, think about bad things that are going on at the moment, how that's, like, you can't get through that sort of level of conversation without being horrendously drunk. Because um, we need the alcohol to get us through it. We did. Uh, what was what was it? Jim Beam. We were drinking in the end, and like Pepsi Max Cherry. Yeah, something about that. Winning, yeah. winning combination there. <laughs> Man, like, <laughs> so, do you remember um, WrestleMania Thirty Three? Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, oh, to be fair. I think on that holiday, it was great, um, but I think I did have the lowest point of my life for a morning before the absolute biggest, like, redemption story ever. Because um, at WrestleMania 3, so this is in Florida to set yeah. the scene for everyone. So we're over there with Doug and Wilkie from the pod, um, and uh, obviously there's a load of other and guys Macca. over there. Macca was there, and mm-hmm. um, Dave and Russ, Russ were there, and... Um, so we are having a great time. We went out to a bar which is called Pat O'Brien's. Pat O'Brien's, mm-hmm. and we were drinking hurricanes. And if anyone, like, say, random doesn't know us, Matt can drink a lot more than me. Um, I'm fat. <laughs> there we go. Matt, Matt puts out, he's always been able to drink more than me, but this is at a stage where we were both, I thought I was. Drinking hurricanes, and I was like, I'm going to keep up with Matt. I'm going to keep up with Matt all night. I'm going to drink as many as Matt drinks. Um, and like, shockingly, I got to a level of drunk I don't think I've ever been to. Um, um, and yeah, so <laughs> massively plastered. I had a uh, what I remember being like a two-hour conversation with a, a New England Patriots fan talking you, about how much you almost had a threesome with that guy <laughs> and his wife. Like, literally, we, we honestly thought, like, we're going to have to get an Uber home without Callum in a second, because <laughs> he's literally in there. Then again, Wilkie will... Yeah, and we went to a, a piano bar, and we're paying him, the guy up there, because they had, like, two pianos up there, we'll play against each other, to play all of our songs, and then cheering massively, so we basically were, like, just taking over that bar. Yeah. Um, we played Brian Adams. We kept drinking... Oh, oh I played Brian O. Do you know? Mm. I mean, we won't even get into Brian that's a whole pod. Mm. Um, but... We, so we carry on drinking, carry on drinking. I was so drunk that these guys were all now carrying me home. Um, one, uh, there's a video out there, which I don't know if Matt can attach <laughs> to the Instagram, but if he finds it, but I'm holding onto a railing at the top of the stairs and everyone's filming me. Like, how much have you had to drink, Callum? Enough. 
to make people happy. And um, then they're like, and I was like, I'm not drunk, I'm not drunk. And they're like, all right, if you're not drunk, let go of the railing. I let go of the railing, proceeded to fall down the stairs and like chip the bone in my arm. Um, you saved me, Max. They kept telling me to jump in the water fountain, which because I was drunk, I was doing. And you're like, leave them alone. Um, and then, but the worst point of my life, the builder. And then I was like, oh, all right, like, fine. Like, I was drunk. Other people would have drunk nights. It's fine. So, like, oh, where's my passport? Ah, oh, shit. I was like, fuck's sake. I searched everywhere. I couldn't find it. Where's my phone? Oh, for God's sake. Like, and I was like, oh, I don't even have my, like, wallet. I was like, I have lost everything. I was like, I was thinking, like, how am I going to get home? I don't have my, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to, oh, I was like, oh, my God. Um, I remember I sat outside for a little bit, just being like, look at yourself Callum look at what you've look look at what you've become like um and then next door is um the world's largest McDonald's yep and I was like we I was like oh god I'm just gonna go for a walk I'm just gonna go <laughs> McDonald's and just because like, I need to I need to just I'm just, like so angry at myself and like furious I've like, got to text my dad saying hey dad uh. <laughs> yeah hi dad like, I, like I'm in America I was like like this is Matt's phone and uh so I got into McDonald's and I was like, hi, I was here last night. And I'm like, okay, like, how can we help you? Really American happy. I was like, um, did I, did I, by any chance, find a passport and a phone and like a wallet? And they're like, uh, um, let me have a look. And they went back and they come back and they went, yeah, we did find some stuff. Uh, do you have like any idea or anything to prove that like it's yours? I was like, well, it's passport. Yeah. Um, it will look like me. Like, like, check it. Um. And the woman come back with it all in a little zip bag and she gave it to me and she's like, oh, and getting that, I was like, yes, I'm invincible. <laughs> like, nothing can kill me. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, like ran back. I was like, I've got it all. Woo! And uh, yeah, that's why McDonald's is better than any other fast food restaurant. Um, but yeah. That you're, was, you're, um, you, you can give a massive fuck you to Peyton Manning with Papa John's. Yeah, goddamn, I hate Peyton Manning. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, the whole of that, you spoke to Sam about it, about you inventing a chant. Um, that was The only way to actually describe the event of WrestleMania 33 was, you know that last scene in Monsters University where Mike's too nervous to cross the line? Yeah. Uh, that was basically you, and I just had to give you the tap on the back. So, it's mainly, man. Yeah. And like, we just walk in like, you know. <laughs> like, uh <laughs> yeah, because it was a strange one. Because you're like, you're like, oh, I really want to go to WrestleMania. And you're like, oh, it's going to cost you like two grand. And you're like, mm, sure, I should buy a house. Yeah. Sod that. Um, but no, yeah, I'm so glad we done it. Was, that was absolutely amazing. Do you remember um, uh, the takeover? Like, let's, let's let's skip the event. So the event was great, but basically, uh, when at the Amway Center, we went there so many times. Yeah, because we, yeah. we watched um, the Basketball Magic there. versus the Thunder there. Russell Wilson won Hall the MVP, it was brilliant. Hall of Fame, sorry. Hall of Fame was there, and then we watched Raw there as well. Raw, yeah. NXT, every other show apart from WrestleMania. But, and like, there was a girl, uh, I remember, like, you, you, you come back with a beer, you said, that was $12 for this, and I come back with a massive yard of cocktail. How much that bloody cost? She was like, 12 bucks. He was like, fuck it, I'll get one of them. And then, next you know, we, all of us were sitting there with, yeah. like, yards and yards of cocktails yeah, yeah. and... And that's how you make the chance. Get yeah. the kiss on the cocktail. And that woman... These like, Canadians loved me during NXT TakeOver. They They're going like, what's the next chance? I, don't, I, haven't, I haven't got yeah. FI yet. Yeah, we, we, yeah, come on. We're creative geniuses. We and can't just pull like, it out of our ass. They're terrible over there. S-O-S-A-W-F-T. So like, no, don't say that. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I remember I shouted at that because um, that, like, 
just to add a bit of context to the story where Matt created a chant, he made it for a tag team called Seamus and Cesaro. And clearly at the time, the tag team they were fighting of Enzo and Cass were meant to be the big people. Mm-hmm. But Matt did this chant. The whole place took off. The whole place is going crazy. Seamus and Cesaro buy into it. They do all that. They win the match. They go on a run and get the titles. Enzo and Cass never seen them from again. So <laughs> like, I was like, you killed a career there. Yeah. Them, but, um, Sorry about that. Yeah. That woman who we kept buying all the cocktails off, they Wanda. ran out after one day. Wonder. Mm-hmm. And I wonder, we will see you here tomorrow. And they had to like research. Like, I've never sold so much of this in my life. I'm like, what's wrong with these Americans? What are they doing? Like, yeah, like, I just remember like that night. That was my like, you know, the WrestleMania. I was basically like half dead. Yeah, it was so hot, <laughs> so hot. Yeah. But that that night, you gotta remember like you were, uh, we we uh, so we were pissed during uh, NXT Takeover. Mm-hmm. And we've gone out into Florida. Yeah. We've gone to a bar. And uh, me and you having a few beers, and then you went, should we get a shot? I'm like, yeah, right, isn't it? What, what, what shots do you do here, guys? And then you go, we do a pickleback shot? What's that? It's whiskey and pickle juice. And, yeah, uh, yeah two of them, please. And then I'm like, I'm not doing the pickle juice. <laughs> I'm like, flat out, I'm refusing. And I've done the whiskey. And then, like, you've done both, like yeah. an absolute trooper that you are. You know, yeah, that's disgusting. Never doing that again. You probably have. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was about that. I thought that was well cool. I come back and told, like, was like, picklebacks yes yeah, this american shot and then i didn't realize that everyone does picklebacks all the time and that guy had just given me like the, the most like oh yeah we can't do picklebacks um but yeah and all my friends had already done them i was like oh. <laughs> so later on that night we're, we're there in florida and I, I remember like you guys went to you you and macca ended up at some barcade we're at this gaming bar yeah yeah and um because we started well, we were in another club and we were chatting to some girls and then we left and we went to the barcade and I just remember we were playing Pac-Man um, and then these people started trying to talk to us like, shut up, I'm playing Pac-Man, leave me alone. <laughs> like, it was, well, like, your version of the events is great because like, obviously I wasn't there. But me, Wilkie and Doug, we yeah. were together. And I think Wilkie like, looked at me thinking, he's out of it. That was your drunkard, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like, all I remember is like, I was asleep in Wilkie's arms in the cab on the way home, and like Doug had to run into the uh, the hotel and get like an extra ten bucks out to pay the uh, the cab driver. Yeah, yeah. and then, like and, like <laughs> just that like, next day it was WrestleMania. I was there like, why did we do this? There <laughs> why is, did we get this it's, drunk? It's a special stage of drunk in it when like you're on a holiday with the boys and you wake up drunk and you're like, oh god, we've got to go and watch like three hours of wrestling I mean Wrestlemania few was like six hours of wrestling and you're like oh god why eight hours worth <laughs> or something like whatever it's like oh my god why did I do this to myself why am I here um, and yeah good times that was, that was a fun night yeah. <laughs> I was so so drunk <laughs> so just remember part two is coming Sunday uh, Matthew Hasn Hammond ooh baby do you know what that's worth Ooh, heaven is a place on earth. See you Sunday.